Blog Talk Radio. Every time I hear that music, I'm, I'm always moved by it. The music has such a, has such a, uh, a mixture uh, of emotions, you know, that it brings to you. The music is very, it has a, a sad undertone, uh, but still running through it is the promise of happiness, even in its saddest parts. Is the promise of happiness, of, of reparation, of uh, of being able to make things right. Even though things have gone bad, that, that there's a there's still the possibility that things can be made right. And I think it's very fitting for uh, for this show and for the subjects that we talk about. And uh, and I, I you know I really enjoy the music. That's Mohican Kiss, and it's uh, you can get it from the soundtrack from uh, the Last of the Mohicans. <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Rifleman Radio Show on Appleseed Radio. The Appleseed Radio brought to you by the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. Uh, The Appleseed Project is the sole project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. And the Revolutionary War Veterans Association is dedicated to bringing you the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship program in the nation today and that's what we do that's what we do every single weekend every single weekend within reasonable driving distance is an apple seed rifle marksmanship event going on somewhere this last weekend <clears throat> we had over 100 events across the nation over 100 events across the nation at one time and uh, and we had thousands of rounds being fired on Saturday during the uh, the coast-to-coast synchronized uh, volleys that were fired. 
in our honor of the uh, of the men who died in battle at Lexington, and uh, <clears throat> it was uh, from all reports, it was uh, a really great weekend. The uh, the event I attended here in Davila, Texas, was a great weekend, uh, and from everybody I've uh, spoken to. Uh, the events across the nation went just were just fantastic, and and I've told you guys this before that it was just a couple of years ago when uh, when there was just a handful of us sitting together and we were talking about doing 50 events in one year and uh, kind of wondering if that was going to be possible. You know, are we actually going to be able to do this many events? In a year, and here it is, just a couple of years later, and we're talking about doing twice what our first year's goal was in one day, one day, and we're on track to uh, running forty thousand folks through the program this year. Forty thousand. Well, the first year was had a goal of one thousand, and that seemed like a very lofty, uh, very lofty goal. Uh, so. We've come a long way, but that being said, we got a long way to go. There's uh, there's a lot of stuff left to do. There are a lot of folks left to get involved in the program. We need so many instructors. We're still looking for uh, locations and hosts to host the events. We're looking for dedicated apple seed ranges in a uh, majority of the states places that uh, have actual distance uh, ranges so that we can run uh, rifleman boot camps and instructor boot camps through there. So we've got a long way to go, and and we know we're going to make it. It's just, uh, it's just a lot of stuff to do on the way to making it. Uh, the Revolutionary War Veterans Association, as I told you, is dedicated to bring you the absolute best rifle uh, fundamentals of rifle marksmanship program in the United States today. And every one of the folks involved in doing this is a volunteer. The RWVA, which sponsors the Apple Seed Project, and all the members of the Apple Seed Project uh, are volunteers. This is a nationwide, grassroots, all-volunteer, uh, not-for-profit organization. And... Uh, we're working hard to bring rifle marksmanship uh, to the folks in America. And while we're bringing the rifle marksmanship to these folks, the absolute best, and I'll tell you in a minute about uh, the least expensive part of it, the absolute best program in the nation, we're talking to them about what it means to be an American, how they got here, how they got to be, how this nation got to be here. Not many folks, uh, well, not many nations, can trace their beginning back to a day, uh, to an hour. But yet we can. And we're going to talk to you at an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship 2D event. We're going to talk to you about that specific day, that specific hour, how it occurred, who was involved, what the risks were, what the sacrifices they made were, what the dangers were, and how they did it anyway. And the reasons that they did do it. Why did they do it? Why did folks stand together uh, to protest? Why did they stand together uh, in order to safeguard their rights 
and their liberties. Why did they do it? What was their reason for doing it? We're going to tell you at an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event. Where did the American Revolution start? Where did the American Revolutionary War start? And what's the difference between the two? When was the American Revolutionary War won? And when was the American Revolution won? You're going to find the answer to these, to these questions at an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event. <clears throat> Who fired the first shot at Lexington? Uh, it's argued to this day, but you know what? We're going to present you with some really good information on who fired the first shot at Lexington, and we're going to back it up with uh, <clears throat> with some very telling facts. This is what you have to look forward to when you come to an event. Two days of uh, the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship, and let me remind you that the fundamentals of rifle, rifle marksmanship are not the same as the basics of rifle marksmanship. The fundamentals are the things that you're going to need, whether you're a first-time shooter or you're an accomplished shooter, and you're going to need the fundamentals, regardless of where you go on your uh, on your rifle marksmanship path. We're going to teach you about building a stable shooting position, about determining your natural point of aim and shifting it onto the target, about executing the shot by the six steps, about sling use, about inches, minutes, and clicks, and how they pertain to your target and your rifle. We'll talk to you about the target detection, uh, about how to range your targets. We're going to talk to you about uh, target analysis, about listening to what your targets are telling you. As you look at your shot group and let it tell you what you're doing correctly or incorrectly. All of the stuff you're going to get in the two-day course uh, at the least expensive price of any rifle course in the nation. So how do you find out more about this, about what we're doing, about our organization, if it's for you, uh, about where to get to, uh, where to find an event, what to bring, how to prepare, etc.? Well, you can go to rwva.org. That's our homepage, rwva.org. RomeoWhiskeyVictorAlpha.org or AppleseedInfo.org. Both of those will take you to the uh, Appleseed homepage. And we've got a great homepage. And uh, I want to make sure that I thank all of our uh, IT people because they do a great job at keeping the – and the page looks very smart, and they've got uh, tons of information there. And uh, – and they keep it up to date, and uh, they they just do a really good job. And the homepage, and uh, this isn't just for new folks, right? Uh, for all the members and stuff, most of us go directly to the forum to get our information. But there is a ton of information there on the homepage that uh, that uh, that is relevant for everybody. So make sure that you check that out. If you wanted to uh, ask us a question. If you go to rwva.org, the homepage, if you look at the tabs across the top, on the very far right tab, says email us. If you have questions that you'd like us to answer, you're welcome to email us by clicking on that tab. And if you have a general question, you can send it 
to the Appleseed email if you have a specific question or if you'd rather have your question answered by an in-state rep to the state that you're with. Send it to the state that uh, that you're in, and that will put you in touch with your state folks, with the local folks. <clears throat> All right, so you've taken a look at the homepage. You've read some of the notes and stuff about us, and you decided that this looks like something for me. All right, so now you want to figure out where can you find an event. All right, once you go to rwva.org, you look at those tabs across the top. The second one from the left says Appleseed. You put your cursor on that. You've got a drop-down menu, and on the drop-down menu, select uh, Schedule. Click on that. That will take you to the page that has a map of the United States on there. Now, you can find out the about specific events uh, in specific states by clicking on that state. If you want to find out about uh, events going on all across the United States, there's a hot link embedded in the text above the map. You can click on that, and that will take you to the, the listing of all the events. Once you've found an event that you'd like to attend, and listen, don't just be uh, don't be a looky-loo. Go, go to the page, find an event, check it against your schedule, and then... Get locked into that event, all right? There, uh, I'm not going to tell you that uh, that all the events are selling out because they're not. We still have plenty of space at most of the events. However, that's going to be a roll of the dice on whether the event you plan to attend is sold out or not. So in order to make sure that there's a spot on the line for you, we'd like you to pre-register for the event. Now, that makes sure that you have a place on the line, and it also makes sure that we know how many people are coming to that specific event on that specific date so that we can send the uh, the right amount of instructors, right amount of gear. As I said earlier, we're sending folks all across the nation every weekend. That's hundreds of folks that we have to find um, uh, airline tickets for, uh, hotel reservations, and then get gear shipped out to their locations so that they'll have uh, all the uh, supplies and equipment they need for that event. So it helps both of us. It helps you make sure you have a place online, make sure that we have uh, a good instructor-to-student ratio, and that we have all the gear and stuff that we need for that specific event. Also, there have been times in the past where uh, events have sold out, and we have seen that they are selling out, that they sold out, and we secured additional line either at that range or uh, there's been a couple of times when we've gone across town and grabbed a different range and uh, and rented line there so that uh, we could we could uh, get all the people that wanted to attend the event online. However, I can guarantee you this, there's no way we're going to do that if we don't know that we need to. And the only way we're going to need to know, the only way we're going to know is if you pre-register, all right? So once you've decided uh, on the location and the weekend, go ahead and pre-register. And the way you do that is take a look at the the event that you've decided to go to, and then to the right of that are two hot links. One says information. You can click on that to get the information about that specific uh, location at, on that specific date. It will give you uh, the directions on how to get there, where it's being held, uh, contact information for the folks running it, etc. cetera. Uh, usually it will give you like uh, hotels, restaurants, and stuff like that, and then any uh, local or state laws 
that are applicable. <clears throat> the uh, other hot link that there says register. That will take you to the third-party software that we use for registration, which is Eventbrite, and it will allow you to register, uh, pre-register, for the event that you would like to attend. Now, there's also, uh, you can also become a member of RWVA uh, on Eventbrite right there while you're signing up for a shoot uh, for 20 bucks, I believe, is the cost of it. And uh, we're going to get to, in just a minute, we're going to get to uh, why that uh, could help you out. All right, so you know how to do this. You go to rwva.org, look at the tabs across the top, put your cursor on Apple C, that gives you a drop-down menu. On the drop-down menu, select Schedule, and that takes you to the page that I'm looking at now. I'm going to give you a readout of the upcoming events uh, to finish up April and beginning uh, the uh, beginning of May. All right, we're going to start off in... On the weekend of April 23rd and 24th in Gibsonburg, Ohio, followed by Glen Helen, California, Knob Creek, Kentucky, Messina, New York, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. That takes us to the uh, April 30th and May 1st weekend, which begins in Amarillo, Texas, followed by College Station, Texas, Crittenden, Kentucky, Decorah, Iowa, Dulzura, California, Granfield, Oklahoma, Manchester, Tennessee, Medical Lake, Washington, Mesa, Arizona, and Midland, Texas, Mobile, Alabama, Oxford, Kansas, Puyer, Tennessee, Racine, Wisconsin, Rama, Colorado, and Wilmington, North Carolina. And that finishes out the weekend of April 30th, May 1st. <coughs> All right. <coughs> There'll be a two-weekend event which is uh, we'll have the first day will be held on May 1st and the second day on May 15th. Okay, hold on a minute. All right, I'm going to have to figure this out before I uh, before I give you the information on this one. Uh, if you guys in the in the chat room, if you will uh, take a look at the. Uh, the Ottawa, Illinois, it has a May 1st listing, but it also says May 1st and 15th, a two-weekend event, and May 1st and 2nd on it. If, uh, if if somebody knows about what's going on there, if they'll post it on the on the chat, I'd appreciate that. All right, the uh, the first weekend after that is the weekend of May 7th and 8th. And that starts off in Biloxi, Mississippi. Followed by Byers, Colorado, Cloverdale, Indiana, May 7th is a one-day event. That's Saturday, May 7th. It's a one-day event. Getting back to the full weekend is, on May 7th and 8th, is Fresno, California. Hubertus, Wisconsin is also a one-day event. Lake George, New York, May 7th and 8th, followed by New Martinsville, West Virginia, May 7th and 8th, Pelham, New Hampshire, Tacoa, Georgia, Washburn, Missouri, Waterman, Illinois, Winona, Minnesota, Albuquerque, New Mexico starts off the May 14th and 15th weekend, followed by Annapolis, Maryland, Augusta, Georgia, Burlington Flats, New York, Carlsbad, New Mexico, Colfax, Wisconsin, Corpus Christi, Texas, Hinkley, Minnesota, Moscow, Idaho, yeah. Uh, Mayaka City, Florida, 
Osage Beach, Missouri, Peru, California, Proctor, Vermont, Red Bluff, California, San Angelo, Texas, Smithville, Texas, Wells, Minnesota, Bakersfield, California starts off the May 21st, 22nd events, followed by Bellevue, uh, Michigan, Blackfoot, uh, Idaho, Brighton, Colorado, Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, Corona, California, Davila, Texas, East Providence, Rhode Island, Saturday, May 21st is a one-day event, Enfield, New Hampshire, May 21st, 22nd, Hernando County, Florida, Hudson Falls, New York, Las Vegas, Nevada, Layton, Maine, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, New Bremen, New York, Ossian, Indiana, Raton, New Mexico, Sacramento, California, Worland, Wyoming, Harvard, Massachusetts, Boaz, Kentucky, Bowling Green, Missouri, Boaz, Kentucky, and Bowling Green, Missouri are both May 28th, 29th, Calverton, New York, also May 28th and 29th, as is Castle Rock, Washington, Chaplin, Connecticut, one day Saturday, May 28th, Chillicothe, Illinois, May 28th, 29th, Dallas, Fort Worth, which is a ladies-only event, May 28th, 29th, Illinois, West Virginia, Eureka, Kansas, Evansville, Indiana, Fredericksburg, Texas, Gardnerville, Nevada, Gibbonsburg, Ohio, Glen Helen, California, Grand Island, Nebraska, Gunnison, Colorado, Kingman, Arizona, Lewiston, Idaho, Manchester, Tennessee, Messina, New York, Montrose, Iowa, Mayaka City, Florida, New Philadelphia, Ohio, Rama, Colorado, Ramsur, North Carolina, May 28th through the 30th. It's a three-day event. Going back to the uh, two-day 28th, 29th, is Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania, Troop, New York, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Coldbrook, Connecticut, is Saturday, May 29th, Rama, Colorado, is one day, Sunday, May 30th. All right, that takes us a full month ahead. <clears throat> now, now, as I was saying earlier, <clears throat> the uh, cost for attending an event. Uh if you pre-register, if you're not in one of the free groups and you pre-register, then uh, then your pre-registration cost is $70. That's for the two days of instruction, all the uh, teaching materials, and a T-shirt. If you pre-register for one day, it's $45. If you just walk on, it's going to be 80 bucks for the two days and 50 for the single day. Women are ten dollars, and children under twenty-one are five dollars. And uh, these are all pre-registration costs. We want everybody to pre-register for this. <clears throat> now we do have uh, quite a few categories that we allow to attend at no cost. That's active duty guard and reserve, and law enforcement officers. There's also the adaptive advocacy program. Whereas the uh, challenge shooters are, uh, I believe, are uh, are not charged. All right. 
like I said, this is all pre-registration uh, costs. <clears throat> now, I want to uh, make sure that uh, you guys know about the the Rifleman Opportunity Card, the Rock Card. And uh, when I was telling you earlier about the about uh, signing up for the RWVA membership at the same time that you purchase a uh, an attendance for a shoot. <clears throat> That's so that you can get your Rifleman's Opportunity Card. All right, the way that works is you purchase an RWVA membership of any level, and uh, in conjunction with buy with paying for the uh, two-day Appleseed event, and then you take the uh, the RWVA membership, the receipt for that, and the receipt for your uh, for paying for the uh, for the two-day event. You take that to your shoot boss and let him know that you would like to uh, you would like to get a rifleman's opportunity card. And what that does that allows you to continue to attend Appleseed two-day rifle marksmanship courses and no charge. Uh, until you get your rifleman's patch, until you shoot two rifleman standards, two ten or above on the AQT, or for one year, all right? But listen, you come to an event, you pay attention, you're going to get your patch. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that you're getting it on the first day, all right? Getting your patch on the first day is hard, all right? I'm just going to tell you flat out, it's hard. It can be done because I've seen it done over and over and over even by folks who just picked up the rifle for the first time. They were able to uh, to listen to the instruction, to master the skills and techniques, and by the end of the day on Sunday, they had shot to rifleman standard. They'd shot to four minutes of arc. They'd shot a two-tenor above on the AQT, on the Army Qualification Test. So it can be done, but it's not uh, it's not an easy thing to do. But after your second or third event, you should be getting it nailed down, all right? So we don't want you to keep coming for free because you haven't shot your rifleman's score. What we want you to do is shoot your rifleman's score uh, after the second or third event, and then once you've shot your rifleman's score, we want you to uh, we want you to talk to one of the instructors there about becoming an Appleseed instructor. And then, hey, the rest of your events are free, right? <laughs> becoming an instructor is a you know, pretty serious decision. So we want you to talk to the uh, one of the uh, Red Hat instructors or the shoot boss there and get him to fill you in on what the requirements and what the commitment is to becoming an, an instructor and then give it some serious thought. And then once you've given it some serious thought then uh, and you've decided it's for you, we want you to to ask for a hat and become an instructor. That's what we'd like for you to do. But until you get, uh, until you shoot the Rifleman Standards, we want to offer you the Rifleman's Opportunity Card so that you can continue to attend events <clears throat> and uh, for uh, at no charge, all right? So if you need more information about that, uh, you can get it at uh, appleseedinfo.org backslash rock, R-O-C. All right, that'll take you to the page. <clears throat> All right, we've got uh, we've got what I would like to do tonight is a uh, 
is the Adrax report for the events, uh, the April 16th and 17th weekend. As I said earlier, the the feedback that I got from everybody was that all the shoots went really, really well. So what we'd like for you guys to do is all of you guys that attended the events, you don't have to be a shoot boss or an instructor. You can just have attended the event. But we'd like you to call in so that we can talk to you guys and get feedback on how the event went. Now, if you're a shoot boss, we'd love for you to call in and uh, and let us know how things went and uh, uh, any feedback that you can give on uh, uh, on these uh, Patriot Day shoot. So, <clears throat> you guys that are listening, go ahead and uh, give us a call at three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero three four seven three zero eight eight Seven nine zero. All right, we had a great shoot here in uh, Davila. Uh, Mark Talbot uh, ran the show, and we had uh, several other red hats here, and then quite a few uh, orange hats. And uh, had a great shoot. I believe uh, twenty-seven, twenty-eight shooters on the line, and uh, and it was a good shoot. We we had a lot of wind. It was uh, hot with a lot of wind, but uh, but everybody had a great time. We had, a, we had a ton of new shooters also. And, you know, every Appleseed event is different. Every single one is different. I mean, you're going to get the same instruction. You're going to be taught the same skills and techniques, but it's still going to be different. Every show is different. And uh, for you, for the instructors, that's something that you'll – uh, eventually come to realize if you don't already know it, and that is every show will be different. You'll get some shows where you have uh, uh, 15, 20 shooters show up, and they're all uh, shooting uh, 200s uh, on their first EQT. And uh, you'll get uh, seven or eight uh, patches, maybe even get them on Saturday. And then you'll get uh, another show that will come in where you've got uh, – uh, 15 or 20 shooters, or 25 shooters, and uh, 19 of those have never touched a rifle before. Ten of them are kids. Uh, eight of them are women. And uh, and it'll be a different show. Uh, not to worry. All right? They're still going to get their money's worth. Everybody is. Even if you have... Uh, uh, 25 folks that have never fired a rifle and one guy who's uh, shot in competition before, everybody's going to get their money's worth. And uh, and we had a great shoot. All of the instructors did a great job. Bam and all uh, took uh, his IIT3 test successfully. And uh, we just had a really good shoot. And <clears throat> and we'd love to hear from the rest of you guys. So that's uh, 347 Three zero eight eight seven nine zero, and uh, let's take a caller real quick uh, to get us started. And eight one eight, I believe this is Bob. Bob, is this you? Eight one eight three five nine. Bob. Okay. Well, if it's not Bob, who is this? Eight one eight three five nine. Okay. <clears throat> Then uh, how about eight one two four three one? You're on the air. Can you hear me? 
try it again. I may have just shut your mic back off. Eight one two four three one. You're on the air. Okay, you just listen. Now you guys don't hang up. If I if I click you or if I uh, click your mic or announce your number, don't worry about uh, uh, don't worry about me uh, making you talk. <clears throat> you want to listen? That's fine. I just want to give everybody uh, that calls in an opportunity. Uh, to uh, uh, to talk. All right, area code seven six zero five zero zero. You're on the air. Area code seven six zero five zero zero. Oh, I see. So, okay, I'm looking at the notes now. It says you're just listening to. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, like I said, you guys don't have to. Uh, you don't have to talk, and. Uh, and we, but we would like for the shoot bosses, uh, uh, instructors, any of the rest of the folks that uh, that would like to talk about the uh, the weekend, we'd love for you to call in and give us your after action. It uh, it doesn't have to be uh, uh, it doesn't have to be all very detailed. We'd just like to hear about the things that went well, uh, about the volley shooting, about. Uh, uh, any of the special stories that were told, any of the uh, uh, any of the stuff that uh, uh, that went on that uh, that made it a special shoot, and you can call in at three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. All right, let me try uh, let me try this number again because I'm almost positive this is Bob. <clears throat> Hey Bob, are you there? Area code eight one eight three five nine. All right. Well, I, well, I believe that's Bob two ten from California because I asked him to call in and uh, and talk to us about the uh, about the California shoots, and I know that he was uh, I know that he was working this weekend, so. <clears throat> And so he uh, he didn't get a chance to do a shoot, but he also has some information that I want to, you guys to hear about the Corona 210 coming up. And listen, a little bit later in the show, we have one of our members called that's going to uh, come on the air about uh, he's going to talk about a board game that he and his family developed, and uh, and that they are. Uh, Introducing worldwide now, uh, it's a constitutional learning game, all right? It's a board game where you learn about the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, and about the about the government, how the government set up, how it runs. Uh, so he's going, to call, he's going to call in and talk to us about that because uh, I've told you guys before that we try and uh, we want to help uh, our members, if any of you guys have a a uh, uh, any kind of commercial thing that you're that you're trying to put together, then we want to help you. We want you to succeed. We want we want you to succeed in apple seed and in your non-apple seed stuff. And it's very important because uh, 99.999% of the uh, of Americans don't know anything about the Constitution. I don't even know that how many of them are even aware that we have one. All right. So we offer the uh, 
we offer everybody that has a uh, that has some type of commercial venture uh, a chance to come on the show and put in a plug for it. And we'll we'll do that for for everybody. If you've got a blog, we'll put in a plug for it. If you make handmade soap like uh, uh, Blue Feather in New Mexico, then uh, we'll put in a plug for that. If you guys need any handmade soap, of course you can talk to Blue Feather. Just uh, Google Blue Feather and uh, handmade soap, and you'll get uh, her website. <clears throat> All right, and uh, let me check Bob again. Bob, you back on the air? Bob, can you hear me? All right, he must have something wrong with his phone. <clears throat> anyway, so that's coming up. Uh, that will be coming up at eight o'clock. <clears throat> so we would like uh, we would like any of you guys that had that had uh, that attended an event or shoot boss at an event this last weekend. Uh, to call in three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero, and uh, and give us a rundown on uh, the, your events, how it went, <clears throat> how the volleys went, and uh, and how the stories went, and what the reception was, how many folks that you got that uh, that will be uh, that you think will be. Uh, Adding themselves on to the instructor, uh, to the instructor cadre, etc. Uh, so we'd love to hear, uh, we'd love to hear from any of you guys. So give us a call at three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. Now we've got, uh, uh, we've got, we just got through with a huge number of shoots, and hopefully, this always gives us a. Uh, a shot in the arm with folks attending because uh, the uh, the majority of a line, uh, like I said, all, all shoots are different. All right, no two shoots are going to be the same, but usually the majority of a line, a lot of times, <clears throat> will be folks who have been to an apple seed previously. All right, they've gone to an apple seed and they've decided to come back and bring uh, two or three friends with them. And uh, that's one of the reasons that I talked about the ROC card, the Rifleman's Opportunity card, a little bit earlier, because we want to help those folks continue to attend without them having to pay every time. And we would uh, we like the or the the hundred events across the nation gives us a big shot in the arm on one weekend, gives us a big shot in the arm on getting the word out and getting additional folks to attend. Because <clears throat> Appleseed is no different than uh, any other organization, any other thing that uh, that needs promotion. And the best method of promotions, the best method of getting the word out is by word of mouth. All right? That's our super secret uh uh, low-tech, high-yield method. The majority of folks on the Appleseed line are there because someone, a trusted friend or relative, told them about the program and they decided to attend. It's one of the easiest ones because it doesn't require previous or uh, or additional exposure to Appleseed in order to get folks to come. If you get uh, if a friend or family member tells you about the Appleseed Project and says, look, this is I, I went to this, a really great program, 
and I think that you should attend it. Then the chances are great that uh, that they're going to, without uh, without any other additional prodding or anything else, because you're a trusted friend or relative. You're giving them uh, your suggestion on this, and they're not. They know you're not going to tell them to go to something that is uh, uh, that is dangerous or boring or unuseful, etc. They're going to take your advice and they're going to go to an event. So that's one of the main things we like folks to do is to try and promote the organization by word of mouth. It's also the the easiest, most tried and true method. But we still want to make sure that you guys are using alternate means. Well, of course, one of the best ways is radio, making sure that uh, you're taking advantage of radio because it's free and it's very easy to get on. You can do this in two ways. You can wait. You can, first of all, get a, a radio show that, uh, has the right format, usually a talk radio format, and uh, and then folks that are willing to talk about things like constitutional stuff or or the founders or uh, you know something in that vein. And you can do this by going on, getting on Google and googling radio station locator. Google radio station locator, and that will take you to uh, the site. That all you have to do is plug in uh, your location. And then uh, the type of radio station that you're looking for, you hit submit, and it'll give you a list of the radio stations in your area that uh, uh, that have the format that you're looking for. All right, and then <clears throat> uh, and then you can listen to that show, and when they're talking about things that uh, that have a relevance to Appleseed, you can call in and get in an Appleseed plug. All right. You can also look that that radio station locator will also give you their contact information, which means that you can send them an email. Just send them a quick email saying, "Hey, look, I'm with the Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship Program. It's a nationwide, all-volunteer, grassroots, not-for-profit organization, and I would like to come on your program and just speak to you for a few minutes about who we are and what we do and why folks should attend a uh, an Appleseed Project event." And and the majority of times, listen, they're going to let you do it. They're going to say, yeah, that sounds great. We want you to come on. And guess what? When they say no, that's the absolute worst that can happen. They just say, no thanks, all right? Uh, no, you don't get any wounds, no gangrene, uh, no uh, uh, smallpox, uh, no belly wounds, nothing like that. Uh, they just say no, and you move on to the next radio station and try it again. <clears throat> so we would like for you, uh, we'd like for you to give this a shot because uh, you can hand out flyers, which is good, but at the end of the day, when you've been handing out those flyers and you've handed out and uh, handing out. A hundred flyers in a day is hard, okay? It's hard. You can do it, but it's hard. <laughs> and that's for a hundred folks. Now, you get on the radio, and you're going to be doing the same thing. You're going to be putting this information in folks' uh, ears, but you're going to be doing it 10,000 to 50,000 to a million folks at a time, Right? So, 
So that's the best way to do this, and uh, that's the best way to get it to get the information out free, and uh, uh, and using radio is very easy. Ask any of the folks that have called into the radio show and uh, spoken to me. None of them were wounded. <clears throat> None of them uh, perished from uh, the uh, from the experience. It's a very easy thing to do, and uh, and the folks that do call into radio stations and talk, uh, Nick does a great job of this. He's one of the folks that uh, uh, has spoken to quite a few radio stations, and uh, you know Sam D did a great job of that. I can't, uh, I don't even know how many radio stations he called into and spoke with, or was a guest on. Uh, he did an absolute fantastic job of that, and. <clears throat> And and each time you do it, it gets easier. And each time you do it, you're putting yourself, uh, you're putting the program and the information for the program in front of thousands of folks at a time, which is much easier than doing the one at a time flyers. Now I'm not going to try and discourage you from doing flyers because we still need that, and that gives you a good way to uh, to press flesh and and give them the the word of mouth elevator speech. Right then and there. I'm just telling you that to get to a lot of folks at once, the best way to do that is going to be by radio. All right? And uh, if you need any help with figuring it out or if you have any questions about it, please uh, PM me, and I'll be glad to get you set up in your area with a radio station and help walk you through uh, getting on the air. And if you you would like to do this but you don't want to be on the air, then go ahead and set it up, and we'll get you, we'll get somebody to uh, speak on that radio station for you, all right? Either myself or one of the, uh, there's dozens of folks now uh, with the program who are vets of talking uh, on the radio show. So we'd love to, we'd love to for folks to work on getting that set up. And it takes about five minutes, all right? takes about five minutes to send what I just said to the radio station because it doesn't have to be involved or complicated. All you're going to do is go to Google, enter a radio station uh, locator, hit submit, get the radio station locator site, put in your uh, information, and uh, hit submit, get those radio stations, <clears throat> send them an email that just says what I just said. Hello, sirs. I'm a member of the Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship Program, and uh, uh, we are an all-volunteer, nationwide, grassroots organization, not-for-profit organization, and we would like to uh, come on and talk to folks about what we are, what we do, who we are, and what we do. Thank you very much, uh, very respectfully, uh, whoever you are. That's it. Done. You send that in, and uh, you'll get an answer, yes or no. All right? If they say no, fine, move on. If they say yes, then uh, get it set up. And if you don't want to talk, uh, PM me, and I will round you up a speaker, all right? Then we've got uh, the organizations within your state that we would like for you folks to start working with, <clears throat> and there are many of them. Uh, the main thing you want to do is start off with your state rifle association. Almost every state has a state rifle association, and we'd like you to start off <clears throat> by contacting your state rifle association and uh, and seeing 
about working with them. Now, maybe it's just as simple as getting your events, getting the State Rifle Association to list your events on their site. All right? And most of the time, they'll be willing to do that. We're, as I said, we're a uh, an all-volunteer, grassroots, not-for-profit organization that is dedicated to bringing shooters into the shooting sports field. And uh, we are exactly what the state rifle organization uh, are looking for. So contact your state rifle association and see about uh, working out some type of a partnership with them. Now, there are other uh, rifle marksmanship organizations you can get involved with. There are other organizations within your state. As I've told you many times before, almost every city has a Sons of the American Revolution or a Daughters of the American Revolution chapter in it. Now, you can go to these folks and just uh, uh, send them a quick email exactly like the one that you sent to the State Rifle Association or to the radio station. Just a quick uh, six or seven lines about who we are, what we do, and uh, and then ask if you can come and speak to their organization about what we do. Sons of the American Revolution and Daughters of the American Revolution have very similar missions. We can help each other out. Every time you add another organization to your local crew, you're doubling or tripling the uh, the workers in your crew. Every time you do that, you're doubling or tripling the workers in your crew. So take five minutes this week. That's all it takes. Take five minutes and uh, Google Sons and Daughters of the American Revolution, and they'll give you the returns on it. Uh, find select uh, state chapter. Hit that. They'll take you to state chapters. Uh, then... Find the city that you're located in or that you need help in, and then send them an email. That's all you got to do, and it takes about five minutes. All right, one of the things I'd like folks to try, now, a lot of folks have tried this before, uh, including myself, early on. I haven't tried it recently, but early on I tried it, and and it didn't work out so great. But that was at a time when we were a brand-new organization that nobody knew about, all right? And what I'd like you to do is take a look at putting an ad in the local uh, the local classifieds paper. Here in Texas, we have what's called a thrifty nickel. And uh, I believe that, uh, let's see, the last ad that I put in here. Okay, now they've got new schedules. All right. It's like uh, 12 bucks uh, for a week. But if you buy two weeks at once, they give you four weeks. They throw the last two weeks in. So 24 bucks for four weeks. Usually that's about four editions of it for 24 bucks. All right? And put, put an ad in about your local event and see if you can't gin up some folks that way. And if you do, Please let me know because I'd like to get this information out to the rest of the folks about uh, <clears throat> if that's bringing if that is a a worthwhile way to bring folks in because now it's going to cost a few bucks. It's going to cost uh, here in Texas it'll cost twenty four bucks for four weeks, but that's well worth it if uh, if it's bringing in 
And, you know, even two shooters, it's already paid for itself, right? So uh, if you folks will try that, it doesn't have to be a big blurb. All you got to do is get out uh, the, uh, the, uh, the date of the event, where it's happening, uh, contact information, and the website. All right? That's all you got to put out. And uh, and let's see if that is going to do us, uh, uh, if that's going to be worth the, the cost of it. Because the cost of it you can get back uh, from the attendance at the event. You can just submit that as receipt and uh, <coughs> and get that cost back. <clears throat> All right, we've got, uh, we seem to be having good success from our gun shows. All right? So if you will make sure that you put together a gun show crew, folks that can attend at least one gun show event uh, a month, if possible. Now, maybe you can only, you don't have a a gun show every month uh, in your city or in your state. But if you can get folks out to the gun shows and try and get the information out that way, then then that would be uh, another, uh, usually free way, to get the information out and get it to a lot of people that are in the shooting field. Now, you can do this a couple of ways. Now, you can ask the event, first of all, a lot of times they'll donate tables to nonprofits, all right? So talk to the event ahead of time and see if they're willing to donate a table to you as a nonprofit. And if they do that, fine, you're set up. Uh, if not, see if there's somebody uh, at one of the gun shows. You can attend one of the events and, you know, walk around, talk to the folks, if you can if you can talk to some of the folks about letting you have a chair at their table and uh, setting up the apple seed information there and uh, passing it out uh, you know sitting at a chair there at one of the tables and uh, and getting the information out that way now we know for a fact that this is working because we're getting uh, uh we're starting to get feedback on folks who uh, attend gun shows and are hearing about it that way and uh, so we know that that is a uh, viable method of getting the word out. Now, also, we're still waiting for. Uh, we'd like to have some folks call in about the uh, the after action from the events this last weekend. All right, three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. So. Some of you guys, if you guys that are listening, like I said, you don't have to be a member. I mean, you don't have to be a, an instructor. You can uh, just have attended, all right? But uh, let's get some feedback on on what happened at uh, some of the events uh, across the nation, all right? Let's hear from some of the folks that went. We'd like to uh, we'd like to get some of the some of the news from it, all right? Uh, so if you'd like to do that, that's fine. If you don't. If nobody wants to call in and uh, talk about it, then and then we'll just talk about promotions, and then we'll talk about uh, the uh, uh, the Constitution game in just a minute. Then after that, we'll just talk about uh, what I feel like talking about. All right, so it's your choice. You can call in with the after actions, or we'll do the Constitution game, and then I'll talk about what I want to talk about. Once again, the number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven. Nine zero. <clears throat> All right, <clears throat> and let me tell you, folks, again that <clears throat> we have uh, that we do want to get out 
Yeah, if you are, if you do have some kind of uh, a non-apple seed uh, venture that you're running, if you got a blog, if you have a, a business, uh, anything like that, then uh, we'll be more than glad to give you a plug here on the show because uh, you know, we feel it's our duty to uh, to help our fellow members. You know, that goes to, uh, along the same vein, is uh, if you if you need some kind of work done and you know an Appleseed member that does that kind of work, then we certainly would like for you to go to that Appleseed member first uh, to help support your fellow members. I mean, that's what organizations do. Uh, you know, if you've been to, uh, if you were in a uh, uh, college fraternity or any other kind of organization that uh, uh, that uh, has the ability to help each other out, and that's what we want you to do. That's what we'd like for you, for the Appleseed folks, to do <coughs> with each other. And like I said, we'll be glad to uh, put a plug in for you at any of the. Uh, on the show for any of your businesses, just PM me or email me or call me, and uh, we'll talk about it. And, and once it's clear, then we'll be glad to uh, we'll be glad to get it on the show. All right, <clears throat> uh, let's take one of the callers. Area code eight three zero. You're on the air. Hey, Michael. Hey, this how are you Tommy doing? Is this Tommy? Yeah. Well, Tommy, welcome to the show. Well, thank uh, you. Now, you guys were up at Fredericksburg, Texas, this last weekend. Uh, yeah, we had the, a good uh, shoot. Give us the rundown on how it went. Well, yeah, it went great. Uh, it was nice and cool in the mornings and uh, stayed partly cloudy most of the day. And uh, we had, I think, about 25 shooters on uh, Saturday and a uh, little bit of few over 20 on uh, Sunday, and uh, a couple of walk-ons, so it was good. We had a good uh, instructor crew out there, and, uh, you know, Fredericksburg always has a wide variety of shooter skills and a right. uh, wide, wide variety of rifles, too, so it's always a challenge, but uh, we make them effective with what they have. Right, and uh, the Fredericksburg crew is a great crew. I really enjoy uh, I've been up there several times now to instruct, and uh, uh, I really enjoy the folks up there. They're very much into uh, what we're doing. They're very uh, uh, motivated, and yeah, they do have a they have a variety of a variety of rifles. I've seen uh, you, you name it, and I've just about seen it uh, on the line up there. How did the uh, the volley firing go on Saturday? It went well. Um, Chuck Chuck took care of that, and I think um, uh, Roger took a video of it, and he, I think he uploaded it on uh, YouTube. And uh, <clears throat> but we had a good time, you know. The uh, we also had a new shoot boss show out uh, show up out there on uh, Sunday. His name is uh, James E. on the forum. James Emanuel, his name is he. He uh, hightailed it out of California and now lives down in Bernie. 
so uh, he came out and helped us out uh, Sunday, and he shot uh, with his grand, and uh, I think he's going to be a good asset to uh, to Texas. Well, great. That is excellent because I heard you. I heard that there was uh, you guys had a good crew there. You had quite a few uh, uh, folks. Uh, yes. Of instructors, even shoot bosses there, which uh, which is good. We certainly wish that we had more locations so we could have uh, we could have had more events going. But we're working on that. They're starting to they're starting to come in at a faster rate finally. <clears throat> so we're certainly appreciating that. <clears throat> uh, any uh, any special stuff that went on? How did the stories go? Did uh, okay? Hold on just a second. The okay, are you back? Yeah. Okay. You're still talking right. to Tommy. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The switchboard just decided to hang up on you. So okay. All right. Don't uh, take it personally. It's a mechanical thing. No, no. So uh, right. how did the uh, who who told the story on uh, who told the stories there that weekend? Uh, Scuzzy told uh, the first strike, and then uh, uh, Rain Man told the second strike, and uh, Chuck told the third strike. And then Sunday, uh, let's see, who did uh, Dangerous Old Men? I believe it was, uh, well, James did uh, uh, Zane's story uh, about the young girl that uh, ran out and got the powder for the fort there. And... uh, I'm drawing a blank on who did the uh, Dangerous Old Men. Well, that's all right. Uh, like you guys I, I, had think, a... I think it, I think it was Rain Man, actually. Okay, well, that sounds like you guys had a good crew there. And how did the folks receive the stories? You know, uh, at that particular place, uh, you know, the group that puts that on out at Fredericksburg are the Patriots of Gillespie County. And right. uh, they have a... Uh, you know they they really promote that shoot. You always have a, uh, uh, you know, I'd say anywhere from a, uh, you know, sixty to sixty percent new shooters come there, and uh, so they're always interested in the story, and the story is never told the same way twice. Um, so it, it, they really like it a lot. You know, at the end of the. At the end of both days, people always have uh, smiles on their faces, and that's uh, that's one of the things they really talk about is uh, how much they enjoy the history. Okay, well listen, so, I'm going to bring uh, I'm going to bring uh, Kirk on the the air with us. Kirk, welcome to the show. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, good. Kirk. How are you doing? We're doing great. I, I was thinking that you know maybe Pop would call in here, but he may be deta- detained. So uh, you're looking for callers, so I. Thought I'd call and let you know uh, about Atlanta. Okay, detained. What has he been well, doing? No, I mean he's he's taking care of his father-in-law. So uh, <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Listen, uh, uh, Tommy just said that uh, that Glenn had uh, taken some footage of the Fredericksburg shoot, and uh, and he had uploaded it. So maybe we can uh, get that footage and. Uh, insert it into the uh, Texas website. I think that would be good because we shot video in Atlanta and uh, there was video shot in Terrell. So 
So we we got we got good video coverage this weekend. It sounds like so that's well awesome. perfect. Well, let's get those rounded up, and we'll get them on the uh, Texas Appleseed website. If any of you guys would take a look, if you, any of you guys want to take a look at it, you can find us at uh, www.texasappleseed.org. Right, Appleseed, Texas. Appleseed, Appleseed Texas. Texas. Appleseed, Texas. Texas. Okay. All right. I do know how. Really, I do know how to get there. Uh, <laughs> AppleseedTexas.org, and uh, and we'll try and get the video. And I've got a bunch. Of, I don't have any video from the Davila event, but I took a lot of photographs. So I'll uh, I'll try and get those uh, uploaded with an AAR uh, for the event too. Uh, all right, tell me about the Atlanta shoot. The Atlanta shoot was awesome. I, it, the range, it reminds me a little bit of the villa because it's on private land. You're out there. You know, there's not a lot of other stuff happening around you. There's not, you know, gunfire coming from other ranges around you. So it's, you know, it can be a, uh, I don't know, it's a little bit more of an intimate setting to tell the history and things like that. And it's awesome. The people from over there in East Texas, and we had a couple across the border from Arkansas, and uh, they were both excited to to go back to Arkansas and kick things up over there. So that was really exciting. And <laughs> one of them is actually um, Chris and Donna Berry's son, and he just finished college. And guess what his job occupation is, is going to be? He's already got his first job. What's that? He is going to be a television reporter. No kidding. So I think there's a good chance that Appleseed might finally get a real fair shake in the media. So we thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> well, we've gotten a lot of media here in Texas. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, they do their best to try and uh, put some kind of a, of a twist or bend uh, on the program. But, but and, and Lord bless them for, uh, for, I guess, trying to do their job. But... Uh, it doesn't really pull the wool over many folks' eyes, but uh, it would certainly be nice to have uh, to get a fair shake from it. And uh, we did get it from the uh, Temple newspaper. We got a great write-up. Uh, we got a uh, front page above the crease uh, in the uh, Temple newspaper. Well, they did a great job on that, and uh, and we'll take any kind of uh, we'll take any kind of uh, media coverage we can get. So, well, uh, you were talking about the uh, the Atlanta location, and I don't know who is uh, some one of you guys is getting awfully noisy. Uh, you were talking about the Atlanta location, and uh, and here in the villa, they're the same thing that we're uh, that it's, it's nice and quiet. Now, I love the uh, the Dallas location. But uh, at Quail Creek, but good grief, I'm telling you, uh, it's like trying, when you're sitting there trying to give instruction or tell the story, and you've got all the ranges right up against you, it's like trying to tell the story right in the middle of the uh, American Civil War, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You have nonstop gunfire uh, going everywhere, so it, it gets a bit hard. So I, I do like the uh, the Fredericksburg range and uh, and here because... We're the only people there, and uh, Smithville and several of the other locations where uh, if we're not shooting, then nobody is, and it's nice and quiet, and you're in the middle of the woods, and 
And it's just uh, some great, uh, some great location. Well, uh, how did uh, how did the volley firing go at the Atlanta shoot? We, you know, the volley fire. This is this is my third April event that I've been to, and the volley fire has always been my favorite part of the weekend. I mean, you know, it's a memorial service and it's serious, and we get to we get a few minutes to really think back and remember some distinct names and pay tribute to them. And it went really well. We had a good introduction to it, and we actually. Pop and uh, John Spann, they had a little surprise rigged. Uh, we shot the red coat, we shot it in groups, and they had a little, ca- you know, we were on private land so we could go do this. But they had a little capsule of cannerite uh, that they put behind the, the square on the red coat target. And we shot it in the same order, so everybody shot three, 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 and then one at the end. So we got to end with the bang. And it was kind of a cool way to end it. Well, and you're right, because what it does is it, it involves every single person there. It's like every single person being a uh, a witness to a wedding or a pallbearer at a funeral. Every single person is connected uh, and involved in the memorial. You know, each person is, has, has a connection to the memorial by, by firing uh, in the volley firing. And, you know, each time a name is is called out, and then they're firing in the volley firing as part of it. So, so it does give everyone a, a connection, you know, to the process. Well, do you have anything else that you'd like to uh, to tell us about the uh, Atlanta events or the uh, Fredericksburg event? Uh, I don't. You're good. All right. Well, listen. Thank you guys uh for calling in and uh and congratulations on a uh, on both the events and uh, you weren't alone a lot of people hadn't called in but <clears throat> we did have over 100 events nationwide and everyone I've talked to each one of the events was a success each one of the events allowed uh folks to uh, to hear the story of Patriots Day of April 19, 1775, about what happened on that day, why it happened, and to give them a connection to the event, to give them a, uh, a an actual connection to it, to see a trail all the way back to those folks who stood together in ranks on April 19, 1775, in order that they may safeguard their rights and their liberties, and in order that we might have the nation that we have today. You know, we we didn't just uh, pop into existence out of nowhere. I mean, we have a history uh, from April 19, 1775, all the way to this to to, to today. And and folks sometimes forget that we are connected to that day. They're 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 drifting about rudderless, uh, you know, on a, on a sea of uh, of confusion and despair, and they don't realize that they have a connection uh, back to the founders. That they have a way, they have something that connects them uh, to the men and women who started this nation, and to the ideas that started this nation. 
And these events give folks the abilities to reconnect. And and that's the reason that I do it. That's the reason that I'm that I put in the time in doing it. And I know from talking to you two guys, I know that that you're the same way, you know. You we've all we've all talked at great length and I certainly value the commitment that you men have to the program and uh, and I thank you for it. Well, Scout, I'll tell you how uh, disconnected we are is that on April 19th, uh, in any of the mainstream media, I don't recall hearing anything about, uh, you know, that being a special day in our uh, in our country. Well, it was, uh, you're right, they don't talk about it. And, of course, the April 19th was stolen from us by the events of Waco and uh, the events uh, in Oklahoma City. Right. And uh, we would like to we would like to take them back. We'd like to take the day back and uh, make folks understand what it is because yeah, people celebrate July 4th. But you know without April 19th, 1775, there wouldn't have been a July 4th. So to me April 19th, 1775, is uh, a much bigger, much more important day uh, than the July 4th is. And and we're not even going to go into the fact that uh, most of the folks don't even now know what July 4th is. It's just uh, it's a day to uh, drink beer and barbecue and, and watch some kind of game on TV. <clears throat> All right, well, listen, uh, I'm not going to hang up on you guys, but I want to bring on uh, – uh, the, uh, the the guy that I told you about earlier that has a board game. We're going to talk to him for a few minutes, and then uh, and then we'll continue taking calls on uh, the uh, April nineteenth event. So you guys are welcome to uh, to stay on. Matter of fact, I'll just keep you guys on if you want to stay on. You can ask him some questions yourself. All right, I told you uh, I told you a while ago that we're going to bring on uh, a gentleman that uh, that he and his family had. Uh, uh, designed and built a educational board game that covers the uh, uh, United States Constitution, the uh, Declaration of Independence, Bill of Rights, and also the uh, all the branches of government. And uh, uh, you put a lot of work into this thing, and uh, and it's a pretty fantastic game. So uh, so let me bring him on to the uh, bring him on the show right now. Joel, welcome to the show. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, and uh, you're a member. Are you an you're, you're an instructor? Well, I'm an instructor in training with Appleseed, and uh, the way I joined Appleseed was uh, before I enlisted in the Army National Guard. I decided, hey, it'd be a good idea for me to get some experience shooting a rifle. And when I was uh, uh, going to cast my vote for the last presidential election, I actually voted twice, but my second vote was to buy a rifle, and when I was trying to decide what kind of a rifle to buy, um, I was doing some research on some online forums, and somebody referred me to Appleseed. They're going to teach you how to shoot and talk to a great guy, uh, Francis Marion, on the forum. And just out of the kindness of his heart, he wanted to take me out to the Angeles Range in Southern California uh, to shoot his AR-15 and learn how to shoot. And in, in an afternoon of instruction, he had me shooting 
600-yard steel targets with his AR, and uh, I'd never shot a rifle before. But what that also taught me was just the wonderful people that are in the Appleseed organization and their love and passion for liberty and for the Constitution, their love for America, and the heart that they have just to reach out to their neighbors and make a difference in the community. And I said, that's a great organization. So when I came back from my uh, basic training, I I got involved in Appleseed, and, and now I'm an instructor in training. Well, that is uh, that's fantastic. How does the how's the timeline for your uh, and don't worry, folks. We're going to get him to explain it in just a second. I guess first of all, uh, first of all, uh, tell the folks about about the about the game, about what you guys have done. Well, basically, my family and I have created a very fun family-oriented board game to teach people the nuts and bolts of the United States Constitution. Okay. And uh, and so how does this work? So you... Basically, the way that the, the game works is it's a it's a game where you roll the dice and you go around the game board, you land on a square, and the color of that square tells you what deck of cards to pull a, a card from. There's multiple choice questions about the Constitution. Almost all the Constitution questions come right out of the U.S. Constitution itself. It's not uh, case law or emanations and penumbras. It is the nuts and bolts of the Constitution itself. All right, listen, guys, you you folks that are listening in, uh, excuse me for breaking in. I just want to give folks the the uh, the address so that you can look at when we're while we're talking about this. You can actually take a look at the game because you can go to www.constitutionquest.com, and that will take you to the uh, the homepage for the game. www.constitutionquest.com. And uh, so you can kind of you can look at the game while we're talking about it, and you can you can see what uh, what we're talking about. Uh, well, let me ask you this real quick because uh, you you your story about uh, uh, about coming into Appleseed. How does the timeline of the game fit in with that? Uh, this was I, I entered the military in, at the end of 2008, and the Constitution Quest started about nine or ten months ago when we first had the idea. Uh, just a little okay, bit of so background. You had already been to, you, so you had gone to the military and, and to the Appleseed before you began the game. That's right, that's right. All right. And uh, my family, everybody in my family are educators. They, I've got a couple of brothers who are teachers. I've got a sister who's a teacher. My parents are both teachers. Uh, my mom is a, a literacy expert, and my dad teaches special education at the high school level. And so uh, we've had some experience making educational games before, and mainly as consultants for other people's game companies. And, and we got to thinking, you know what, we can do this. As a family, we, we've got enough um, talent here that we can make a really good game. And when we thought about what what game would we like to make? The game the 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 content that we thought was the most urgent for our country and for education was the Constitution. 
And we really believe that to be a good citizen, you gotta you gotta learn how to read, and you gotta know the Constitution. And there are some great products out there on the market for learning how to read. And one thing that we didn't see was a a, a way to get kids interested in learning the Constitution and families learning the Constitution together in a way that was really easy to to learn. And, you know, there's a lot to the Constitution, even though it's a very simple document. And so we put a lot of thought and a lot of effort into how to very clearly, very easily teach people some very important things about the Constitution, including just the basic concept of limited government. the concept of separation of powers, the checks and balances, and the powers that are assigned to the, the government and the, the powers that are not assigned to the government, what they can do, what they must do, and what they should not do. And, of course, just um, some facts about the founders. And we've put this together in this game so that it will be fun and easy to learn and it, the game requires no prior knowledge of the Constitution, just an inclination to learn about it. And what people will find is it's a fun game. There's, it's a competitive game. There's an element of chance to make it fun so that you don't have to be a constitutional expert to win. Anybody can play pretty much, and, and any of the players can win. And as they go around the game board, they're going to answer questions about the three branches. They're going to learn about the legislative branch, the executive branch, and the um, judicial branch. And and the game board itself is just beautiful, as you can see on the website. Uh, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It is. It's a, it's a, it's a very – you guys did a you, – uh, if you did it, great job, or your IT guys, because you've got a, you got a beautiful website. And the game board itself is very striking. It's a very it's – it's actually uh, – a very very beautiful game board, and and you know that's very important because as you were saying earlier, we need to get the kids involved in this. Nobody is teaching Constitution anymore, and we need folks to understand what the Constitution is, what it means, and why we have it. And and that sometimes that's hard because the Constitution itself, if you if it, you have to figure out a contextual way to teach it because. If you just hand the if you hand the kids the, the Constitution, it's like handing them a big old chunk of hardtack and saying, "Eat up, folks," because it's hard to it's hard to figure uh, figure it out without uh, having some type of context, without them under without them being able to see what you mean uh, when you're talking about the Constitution, what you what's, what these rights actually mean. You know, what does it mean to have uh, the right to uh, assemble? What does it mean to have a, a right uh, of no unreasonable search and seizure or the right to free speech? Uh, without Absolutely. some kind of context, then it, it's, it is a very uh, abstract, it's a document of abstract ideas. That's true. And one of the things that we've done with the game board, you know, there's educational research that shows the the benefit of what's called a graphical organizer. And the game board itself is a graphical organizer that even if a if a kid or a an adult just looks at the game board and as they play, the game board itself shows them uh important concepts 
that are that are kind of abstract, abstract, but it makes it concrete and easy to remember and easy to understand. If you look at the game board, you'll see there's some special squares around the path, and 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 that multicolored path we we call the tapestry of uh, the path of limit, limited government, and the the special squares there's detour squares, quest squares, and there's we the people squares. And if you land on a detour square, that really teaches an important lesson because if you get the answer right, you, you get your points as normal. But if you get it wrong, that means you're in a situation where it's a critical decision based on the Constitution, and if you get it wrong, it sends you on a detour. Just like there's critical points in our nation's experience that if we get the Constitution wrong, if we do something that's not constitutional, it sends us on a detour. And you, the player doesn't know whether it's going to take them one roll or, or two turns or three to get out of the detour zone. But the only way to get out of the detour zone is to go through we the people. And you can see that on the game board, and, it, and it's true in reality, that if we as a nation get detoured by deviating from the Constitution, uh, then the only way to get back is to go back through we the people. And, and it teaches that lesson just by the way that the game board is laid out. So it, that, that really reinforces it it's so simply, even, even a child can understand. Well, well, another thing that's... Go ahead. Well, let me ask two, Let me say just two things real quick. One is, uh, did you talk your brother into uh, coming on? Uh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm looking and I don't see him in the, in the queue. Okay, so he couldn't make it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the other is, is that... Uh, is that... If you taught, if the children learn nothing else, just that fact would be uh, would make this uh, a worthwhile uh, educational item. If they just if they just learn that the real government, and we talk to folks about this at the apple seeds all the time, and that is, you know, that the government, the president, is not the government. The senators, the congressmen, are definitely not the government. The all the alphabet acronym agencies are not the government. The government, I tell the folks that are that are lined up there, I say the government, uh, at least a small part of it, are standing here right now, today, right here, right in front of me. It's you. You are the government. Anybody else is just a representative, somebody to stand in, in place in order to represent your will. And, and the majority of the folks, even though the... Even though they should know this, when they hear that, and I look at, I see it on their faces. They're like, a light comes on. They go, oh wow, wow. I'm so I'm the government, and uh, and listen, I can tell you right now, we better be careful because uh, uh, these ideas that uh, you're putting forth and that I'm just now saying uh, have already been uh, pointed out to be subversive. So, so you better be careful. Hey, well, it's it's so important that we get this right, and 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 for that reason, the we the people squares on the board are worth double points, and they're the uh, the we the people squares are one that you not only earn double points, but if you get it wrong, you can lose double points, and and the we the people squares on the board tell you to pull the fifth deck of cards, um, which is in the center of the board game, right under all the signers of the Constitution, and they're just true false questions, very simple questions about the powers that the government does and does not have straight from the Constitution. It just jumps right out of the pages of the Constitution, what they can't do, what they must do. And uh, those are the questions that, that are worth double points when you land on We the People. 
So if you're now if you get into trouble and you can't figure something out, are you allowed just to pull out the card that says uh, presidential decree and uh, <laughs> and get yourself out that way? <laughs> Absolutely not. You can't do that. You got to got to stick to the Constitution. And for that reason, we've got an answer key that is is keyed to um, you know all, all of the questions have a code at the bottom that sends you right to the answer key, so you have the answer. And there were there's a lot of research that goes into making these questions constitutionally correct and also easy to understand, very clear uh, for a variety of age levels. And, you know, th there's also the, the quest cards on the board that will that'll pull those, the, the quest squares on the board that you pull a quest card. Um, Let so me get the folks the, uh, uh, I'd like for folks to be following along, be looking at this while we're talking. Let me give them the, uh, uh, the website again. It's www www.constitutionquest.com www.constitutionquest.com that'll take you to the website and then uh, and then you can follow along while we're talking about it because as I said the uh, this is a fantastic game and listen Joel you don't have to you don't have to sell me anymore because uh, my wife and I took a look at the uh, at the site and this game last night and then again uh, a little while ago and uh, we're certainly we're going to get to ourselves one for the home and then my wife is an educator and uh, she's going to use it uh, for her kids and she uh, and you and I were talking earlier and I was telling you that she's uh, uh, she's getting ready to start instructing uh, special needs kids and her first thought was she said this would be great for my kids for the special needs kids uh, because it because of the uh, the artwork on there and because it is engaging uh the kids and getting them uh to getting them to make a connection uh to the work that's going on to the instruction that's going on and so you've sold you sold both of us we'll get uh we're going to get two games but I'd like it for the folks that are listening I'd like you guys to to go to the website www.constitutionquest.com and take a look at the game when we're talking uh, you know, you mentioned about special needs kids, and that you know that's really near and dear to our hearts, is because you know, my dad teaches special education. Um, one of my sisters works with autistic children, and this game is not only 100% made in America. It's all it's actually packaged by a wonderful company here in Southern California uh, that has uh, learning handicapped and and persons with disabilities uh, as the people who package the the games for us and it's it's a wonderful organization and we're we're very very glad um to be partnering with them to um to help package these games and, and deliver them to the public so that that's real important to us so it, it, it's a it's another way that this game is um you know building the the strength of our of our nation and and the the civic mindedness of just the, the giving hearts and the um the wonderful people who are so passionate about freedom and so um so passionate about serving their communities and, and building um you know opportunities for everybody well i think it's just a uh, an absolutely great idea and uh, and any way that we can help uh, the radio show here any way that we can help i would be glad to i I think I told you I'll be glad to give you some intros uh, uh, to some 
to the radio show folks that uh, I'm friends with because uh, uh, most of the most of the uh, radio shows are constitutional or uh, uh, or uh, let's say a limited government background type uh, uh, radio shows, and uh, we'll be glad to uh, to get you uh, introductions with them. How about this? How about if we? Uh, how about if I shipped your your uh, the company that that boxes it up, ship them a couple of thousand uh, flyers, and they can just kind of uh, slip a flyer down into the bottom of the box. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, well, well two uh, that, two things that that y'all can do is um, one, we'd love for you to buy the game, and we'd love for you to play it with your friends and neighbors and spread the word with with them. Uh, I know that the audience that we're talking to, they're people who already love the Constitution. We don't have to to sell you on that. This is a great way to help to help your family learn. Um, there's, you know, people who are attorneys who've played this game and learned something and found it very fun and easy to do. And just just the beauty of the game board itself. We have people who said they want to buy it just so they can put it on their coffee table. Um, there's an Appleseed member who is an instructor in Southern California who bought a game and she had me autograph it for her and she she just wept because she said it was so beautiful and it's going to be an heirloom. And I said, well, that's great. As long as you play it, and people get yeah. to uh, get to learn from it, so just thank well, you listen, so much. Well, just because just because uh, the majority of us uh, love the Constitution doesn't mean that uh, we all understand it. Now, I, I I carry a copy in my wallet because uh, because occasionally I'll talk with people and. Uh, and we may we may stumble out into the area of the Constitution, and then they will say that uh, such and such is in the Constitution. And I'll say, okay, all right, well, here, I, I want you to show me where that's at. And, uh, and you can tell the majority of the time they're completely clueless. So many people, there are so many fallacies, uh, there's so much myth built up around the Constitution that... Uh, uh, the majority of folks don't understand what they're saying when they quote the Constitution or when they say something's in the Constitution. I think one of the biggest things you always hear is the uh, separation of church and state. That's in the Constitution. Separation of church and state. And uh, and it's not in the Constitution. They certainly had specific ideas that, that relate to that, but there's no line that says there shall be a separation of church and state. Uh, You're right. You, there is a line the, that says Congress shall make no laws, but there's no there's no line that says there's a separation of church and state. Sure. Well, you know there are a lot of misconceptions about the Constitution, and part of you know teaching kids and, and teaching the public is uh, you know to clarify some of those misconceptions. And you know we we didn't really want to make the game partisan or, or take sides on certain issues, but. One of the benefits of having the questions be multiple choice is, A, that you don't have to be a constitutional expert to learn as you play. B, is that it gives us the opportunity to clarify some misconceptions about what certain terms mean. Um, you know, like, well, what is the militia or, or, or what does general welfare mean? And so there's multiple choice questions where there's a right answer, but there's some pretty tempting wrong answers and people might not know that's the wrong answer until they pull that card and they, they answer it wrong. Well, hey, lesson learned. And everybody's having fun, and they remember it next time. Right. 
Right, and like you said, and I, I feel the same way about Appleseed, uh, and that is that uh, Appleseed is not, uh, we don't have uh, politics, and we don't have uh, ideologies. There's no politics in Appleseed. Appleseed, uh, much like the Constitution, belongs to everybody. It doesn't belong to any party, and uh, and that's the way that you're supposed to look at the Constitution. The Constitution is not party-oriented. It's a standalone document uh, that provides the uh, the the framework that our government is built around. And I think that there's a... Now, this is just my opinion, but I think that there's a lot of places that that the government needed and still needs to pull out uh, the We the People cards and uh, and start going back through them, because I think there's a lot of places where they've taken some detours. And, uh, and the only way you're going to fix that you're not going to fix it by the government. The government is not going to fix anything. It's proven that over and over again. The government does not fix stuff. The way the government gets fixed is through we the people. That's how it gets fixed. The government does certain things that are either uh, unlawful or are unwanted or unneeded uh, or just wrong. And then the way it's fixed is the people... Let the government know that that's not a direction that we want to be taking, and uh, and that's how it gets fixed. As long as as long as the the direction supported by the people is constitutional, and enough people want it, then that's what happens. And the folks right now, I think the majority. Of, well, we know that that the main problem is that we are our citizenry now. We're peopled by folks that are uh, mainly apathetic. Uh, but on top of that now, they're ignorant of the, of what our country is made up, of the documents that our country is made up, of the rules and the laws that our country is made up of. And uh, this is just the thing that we need. I wish this was a, uh, a prerequisite for every school. Let's see if we can get that started. Not just for your uh, for you guys. Now, if I if I get a have a hand in this and I get that started uh, in some fashion, then I want my cut. But uh, <laughs> but if we, we could we get love, this, we if we get this it, into every know. school, then that would be great. Uh, you know, so that folks would the kids would understand because they, the best time to teach them is is before their heads get filled up with uh, with other nonsense. But get hey, let them have an you? understanding. You know, it's a great supplemental curriculum item for uh, whether it's public school or, or home schools. Right now, we're only selling the game uh, through our web store, but, you know, at some time in the future, we might be able to sell it through educational catalogs. We've been approached by some curriculum catalog companies at a uh, home school uh, educational convention, and, uh, you know, just any way we can get the game out there because, I mean, we, we've invested a lot of money in it because we really believe in it. We think there's a need for it. And, uh, you know, we, we, it's a way for us to, um, you know, do something productive to, you know, do our part to spread knowledge about the Constitution and, and good citizenship. And Right, and you didn't, you didn't pick a real, easy, uh, a real easy item either because games are very hard to get, uh, to get on the shelves. 
because uh, uh, because they're just hard because there's a lot of them that come out and and I think that retailers and stuff are very uh, uh, they're very wary of new games and stuff but uh, but this is a great one and I don't think that you're going to have any trouble with this. Well, what we need right now is we need to help get some momentum behind it. Um, you know, at, at this point in time, we're only really able to market it in our local area. But um, you know, there's I know there's people all across America who listen to the show, and hey, buy the cop buy a copy of the game, be the first one in your community, and play it with your friends, and play it with your kids, and have your kids play it with their friends, and you know, eventually we'll have enough momentum where um, you know people will see it hopefully in, in store shelves, and and that'll spread it to a much wider audience. And, you know, a lot of people in the United States are, may end up seeing their kids play a game, hey, what's this? And then they'll learn about the Constitution because they saw their kids playing it. Or, or maybe they'll say, hey, this is a great educational game for for my kids. And then as a family, they'll all learn together. Because, I mean, wasn't it uh, President Reagan who said that uh, change in America starts at the dinner table? And wouldn't that be right. great if... If you're playing the game with your kids or your grandkids and they learn to not only know the Constitution because they studied it with you, they they will love the Constitution because they learned it with you and they had so much fun in the process with this game. Right, and I don't know, uh, you know, everybody's families are different, but I know that uh, I can get my kids to do just about anything at uh, 8 o'clock uh, in the evening because uh, they're starting to get ready to go to bed. And uh, and usually, if I want them to try something new, then uh, they'll try just about anything at eight o'clock to keep from going to bed. And uh, and the uh, a game like this, I think they would they would really love. Like I said, we're going to get one. And if you guys, if anybody wants to uh, to call in to ask Joel any questions about this, uh, Joel, you'll take a couple of calls, won't you? Oh, absolutely. All right, you can call in at three four seven three zero eight eight seven. Nine zero three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero, and I I got Kirk uh, Kirk Wheeler sitting right here. Kirk, you've been listening. Uh, what do uh, you have some questions or anything you'd like to ask uh, Joel about the game? Uh, yeah, how, how long does the shipping take? I just ordered the game. <laughs> okay, he just ordered it. Huh? <laughs> hey, just, just standard shipping. It'll get here right quick. No, no, I, I, I think just... it'll probably get to you in a week or less. I was just kidding. I mean, it looks it looks great though. I mean, it's certainly something that is missing from from our kids' classroom, and we do our best to do it. And this will be a great tool to help aid that along. So, thank you very much. I can't wait to get it. Well, I hope you know you're getting a twenty percent discount on the game. We're running we're running an introductory discount right now, and so get in on that while it lasts. Yeah, okay. I did. I did. No, I did notice that it, it said it runs through April. Is that correct? That's right. Okay. Well, like so I said, we're going to order. Refund, and you get your tax refund, and you 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 buy some reloading supplies, and you buy a copy of the Constitution Quest. I like the way you think. That's good. <laughs> hey, you know what? I sign my emails shoot straight and often. <laughs> well, we're getting. Uh, I told you, my wife and I already talked about it. We're getting two game. We're getting two, uh, two of the games, so that she can have one at school, 
and we can have one here at home. Well, first we talked about just getting one, and I said, ah, I don't want to do that because then it's going to be going back and forth, and, you know, the kids, somebody's going to lose some pieces or something. I said, you, you take your game to school, and you can have it there. We're going to keep the other one here at home. <clears throat> so we'll be, we're going to get a couple of, uh, of them, and uh, uh, let's see. We'll... Uh, I'm just trying to figure out if there's some way we can we can add this into something else. But well, I'll uh, I'll talk to you more about what I'm thinking later. I won't talk to you about it right now. But I'll talk to you more about what I'm thinking later. But if you guys want okay. to see a copy of the game, go to uh, www.constitutionquest.com, and that uh, that'll take you to the game homepage. And on the game homepage, like I said, you'll see a uh, a picture of the uh, of the game, and let's see the the centerpiece of it is the picture of the uh, it's the uh, what's the name of the of the Basically, painting? Basically, if, if there's a famous painting of the the signing of the Constitution, and you've got George Washington and Ben Franklin and all the 33 signers in the painting, and it's a great centerpiece to just focus on. Hey, listen, these are these are our founders, and these are our founding values that that were the basis of the blueprint of our form of government as Americans, which is the U.S. Constitution. Okay, now you, it's, it's, I can I can put my glasses on, and read the fine print right there. That's the uh, the the name of the painting is the signing of the Constitution of the United States. And it was painted in 1940 uh, by Howard Christie, and uh, he was uh, born in 1873 and died in 1952. But this was painted in 1940, uh, right as we were on the the eve of war with uh, with Germany and the uh, Axis powers and Japan. But it's a it's an absolutely beautiful uh, painting. That's the centerpiece for the game. And then, uh, and then the, hold on, here we go. And then the game board itself is is just gorgeous. I don't know what the box that looks like, but the game board itself is uh, is very, very nice. And uh, the, uh, and then I'm looking at the. Now, what is the other? Oh, the other part is a game card because uh, you've got it has. Four, four are these the game cards? The legislative branch, executive branch, founders and facts, and judicial branch. Are those cards? That's right. So you'll see the the four corners of the board. You've got the legislative branch, the judicial branch, the executive branch, and then you have uh, founders and facts. And each of these areas on the board is represented by a building. And so you've got the Capitol building for the legislative branch the Supreme Court building for the judicial branch, of course the White House for the executive branch, and Independence Hall for the Founders and Facts, which is a building that many Americans might not be as familiar with, but they really ought to be because there's important things that happen there. And then, of course, the painting that you described is a centerpiece in the middle. And the path of the game board just goes around those pictures. And you'll see kind of a dotted line for each of the corners and also in the middle, and that's where the the game cards go. And the game cards have that picture on it as well. 
Right, and right. so each of the corners is a different color. So you have, you know, a, a beautiful deep red for the legislative branch, uh, white for the judicial branch, and it was just this wonderful marble effect, and a, a deep blue for the White House, and then a, a gold parchment colored for uh, founders and facts. And so, you know, it, it gives a nice visual appeal that is also meaningful so that the uh, – uh, like we were talking earlier about giving a concrete context to help people organize these these uh, abstract concepts. Okay, so now also the uh, now am I getting this right? Am I I'm looking at the directions here? The game pieces are the founders, right? That's right. Okay, so you can select which founder you want to be as you move through the game, or, or right. to play through the game. That's right. That is your game piece, and that's the piece that moves around the board. Okay, so instead of having a slipper or a train or uh, or something like that, uh, you get a founder. Right. So, I mean, most people are familiar with George Washington, James Madison, Benjamin Franklin, Alexander Hamilton. But, you know, there's some others that were really important and instrumental in the development of the Constitution and the ratification of the Constitution. You know, you've got um, Rufus King and John Langdon and Charles Pinckney and James Wilson, Governor Morris, and there's others. Of course, there's 33 of them. And uh, we've we've selected uh, eight of them. And, you know, in the future we may be able to offer more. But uh, that enables you to, you know, pick one of your favorites to play and, and learn about them. And it's, it kind of is a launching point for people who are playing to say, hey, you know, this is an interesting person. What's so special about this person? And then they go online and do some research about James Wilson or Charles Pinckney, and, and they learn some more than they otherwise would. So uh, it's a great launching point to develop a fascination with the Constitution and, and learn some more, do some more research on your own. And, you know, and, and we also include a complimentary copy of the U.S. Constitution and the Declaration of Independence I know Appleseed folks are, are very fond of giving those out, but this one is uh, keyed to the, the game itself, and uh, it shows where the changes were made and, and throughout the history of the Constitution. gives you a little more facts and details. Oh, that's, that's, that's very interesting, too. Uh, and you can play the game. Uh, it says two to four players, so you can have either two to four individual players. Or you can play it, and this is kind of how we play uh, uh, most of the trivia-type games, is we'll split up into teams, and uh, we'll have the teams playing, because you have a better chance of uh, of getting the answer if you have two or three heads working on it at, this, at the same time. So really the number of folks that can play it uh, is, is really only limited by the amount of space you have to play it. So you can either you have two folks playing it all the way to four pl- folks, or you can have any number, I guess. Uh, you could have a uh, five or six people on a team uh, in order to Absolutely. give yourself you know, a better honestly, chance. If, if you want, if you want to uh, make some more of the the game pieces, I mean, you can have as many people play as you wanted. It's, it'll be your game, and the point is for everybody to have fun and learn. And you know, there's some variations that you can do on the game. That um, one of the the rules of the game is that if you land on a square that somebody else is occupying. You can bump them if you get the question right, and if you get it wrong, then then you get bumped back. Um, but there's some variations that you can make. Like for example, 
you can make a rule in your house that, hey, if you're stumped, you got 30 seconds to read through the Constitution and find the answer. Um, you know, so there's a there's a competitive component to the game that, that keeps everybody's interest. Wow. Well, this has been uh, this has been a very uh, educational process itself. Just you telling me uh, telling us about the game, and also about hearing about how the uh, you know how this came about. So uh, so I know that. You found out about the Apple C project when you were learning about uh when you were looking at finding out uh about uh, uh about getting some firearms knowledge. And this was that was before you before you went to uh basic training or was it yeah, that was before you went to basic training, right? That's right. Okay. And did you end up going to an Apple C before you went to basic? Uh, actually, yes, it, because the, uh, the the apple seed instructor basically did an apple seed just for me. He went through all the he went through all the strikes, taught me the steady hold factors and uh, six steps of firing the shot, and along the way he he taught me about April nineteenth, seventeen seventy five. And you know I I thought I was a pretty well educated person. I mean I've got a master's degree in theology. And there were things that I, he told me that I didn't know, and it was just so fascinating, really eye-opening. And yeah, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm speaking to you as a private citizen, but I'm, uh, my service has been in the in the National Guard, and that's uh, you know that's meaningful to me personally, just because hey, that we're the militia, you know. And so to understand the heritage of the militia and and what I was about to embark on, that that really meant a lot to me that a, a person that I hardly knew, an Appleseed instructor, went so far out of their way to do something kind for me out of the gratitude of his heart, um, you know, for what I was uh, I was about to do. And that's really what, um, you know, got me really interested in, in Appleseed and really impressed me about the caliber of people who were involved with the Appleseed program. Well, that's fantastic. And, and uh, the... the the seriousness you know the uh, the fact that uh, that you took the time to make sure that you had an understanding of what you're doing uh is also very revealing because a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people don't a lot of people uh, uh make decisions without thinking about them uh, or they don't understand the decisions they're about to make or what consequences are uh uh, it, it might have, etc., and uh, and I can tell that uh, that you're not one of those type of folks. And and seeing the trail that the game took to come into existence is, has been very uh, has been very uh, interesting, also. And we'd like to thank you for coming on and uh, and for letting us know about this. Well, we'll get you to come back in a in a few weeks also to uh, to talk about it again because I'm hoping that uh, uh, either Kirk or I will have gotten our games by then and uh, we'll be able to uh, to give a testimonial ourselves about them uh, because uh, like I said we <coughs> we want to make sure the uh, that that one of the ideas behind the radio show when I first started. Uh, Putting it together was the idea that 
uh, originally it was supposed to be just for Appleseed instructors. You know, it was just going to be a, another way to get instruction out to them. And then uh, it kind of turned into a little bit more than that. But always in it has been the idea that uh, it's supposed to be used to help our membership. And uh, one of the ways that we help our membership is uh, if we can help them in some way uh, in their uh, uh, in their commercial ventures, then we want to do that because a successful uh, Appleseed member, for them to have a successful uh, commercial financial life, uh, only benefits us. So uh, we want to make sure that we do that. And I'll put this out to, to everybody listening again, is that if you have uh, uh, something that you want to get on the air, if you have a, uh, uh, a business or a blog or a book you've written, anything like that, then we're more than willing to uh, to listen to you and uh, and consider uh, getting you on the show and getting your information out to folks because uh, we're supposed to be helping each other. And certainly uh, an item such as this game uh, is beneficial in multiple ways. Uh, first of all, it benefits uh, the folks that are using it. And Regardless of how much it benefits you, uh, Joel, it doesn't matter because it's going to benefit every single person uh, that opens the game up and plays it. Uh, you're going to learn about what your government is, what it's doing. Uh, when I was sitting here thinking about it, too, I was thinking that maybe if you, uh, you know, if there was a, if there was an additional uh, like piece of information or something about how to. Of course, folks can go and figure out where they. If they can't go and figure out who their representatives are, then then they're pretty much of a lost cause anyway. Uh, but uh, this will give you a way to understand what your government, how it's made, how it works, how each of the parts work together and separately, what the documents that built this nation, what they are and what they mean, what they say, uh, because there are more there are more than just one document uh, that actually that makes up our nation. And, and this is a great way to introduce folks to it. And uh, uh, like I said, my kids have already, they already saw it, and uh, they're already getting psyched about playing it. Uh, most of them are. Uh, because uh, we play a lot of games here, and most of them are educational. As a matter of fact, they're all educational type games. And uh, so we're looking forward to this. <clears throat> well, Joel, anything else you'd like to uh, let us know before we go? Give the uh, the website out again, please. That's www.constitutionquest.com. And I want to thank you so much, Scout, for having me on. Uh, you know, I think this is a great game for. Uh, our country and for anybody who's interested in developing their own knowledge of the Constitution and civic-mindedness in their kids or just helping them pass their AP government exam. Um, but, you know, obviously we're, we're definitely capitalists, and there's nothing wrong with that. And so um, you know, anybody who buys a game and spreads it is going to really be doing two things. is They're going to be helping the the economy as much as they're they're helping their family learn the constitution. So we're we're real thankful that you've had us on and given us the opportunity to uh to spread the word. Thanks again. Well, well it was my pleasure, Joel. 
like I said, we'll have you back in a couple of weeks after uh, after Kirk and I and anybody else if they after we get our game and we give them a shot, then uh, we'll bring you back on so so that we can uh, we can give you our critiques of them and and uh, we'll talk to you again then. Thanks for coming on the show, Joel, and we look forward to speaking to you again in a couple of weeks. Thanks again. All right, and thanks to everybody else who uh, who listened tonight and who called in. Uh, thanks to everybody involved in making this last uh, Patriots Day shoot a success. Be sure and tune in this next uh, Thursday, 7 p.m. Central, and uh, we will see you then. All right, good night, everybody, and we'll see you next uh, Thursday. <laughs>